Recording. We are here. We are back from California. I mean, what what was our life in California? I honestly felt like we were dreaming for 90% of that trip. It was so much fun. We had the best time. I mean, just like business meeting after business meeting, not to mention the weather was perfection. Christine got to go see all of the real life mascots. I've always said that Christine's basically like a Dr. Doolittle. So <laughs> you really thrive in like a zoo environment. Oh um, my gosh. The it, San Diego Zoo was amazing too. I it mean, was they phenomenal. Had animals. Yeah, it was phenomenal. And then we got to go see Baron Davis, but yes, I, I came home with a lot of memories and a face full of acne. So thank you masks yeah, and American airlines for all of the recycled air. Hopefully with the amount of water that I'm going to be drinking in the next few days, it'll yeah, uh, diet definitely, definitely starts right now. I mean, after San Diego, I ate so much food and I keep telling myself, well, we walked around a lot, right? So it's not so bad, but you know that feeling just whenever you eat a lot of crap, you can yep. just feel horrible. Yep. Yeah. So diet starts for me on Monday. I um well, it's Tuesday. So it started for me yesterday, but I didn't do very well yesterday. So I guess now it really starts on Tuesday. So it's, I'm considering today my Monday. I also like how you just casually threw in that we hung out with Baron Davis. It was not that casual. Like personally, I was internally. No, I just said, I just said business meetings. I didn't even mention him by name. Cause like, is that a cool thing to do? Should we like do that? Should we name drop? No, you already did. Oh, I did. Yeah. You said Baron Davis. Yeah. It was like nothing. It was a big ass deal. I'm sitting there like looking and staring at Baron Davis while we're just chilling with him in the room. Like, I cannot believe that we're here right now. This is one of the best days of my life. I am still unreally unsure what really happened <laughs> like and how how that happened but we, yes, we wanted to get phenomenal we wanted to get some pod content while we were there but we got stuck in such great conversation with him that obviously the episode we weren't able to plug in so we'll just have to hopefully pull him back into an episode we need to reconnect with you baron that's right reconnect, I, I at least wanted to get him to do like a this is Baron Davis and you're listening to it sports sis. I know. Honestly, I thought about asking him just for that one line, but then I asked for an autograph instead. So I didn't want to fangirl too hard. <laughs> yeah. And when Christine asked for the autograph, you guys don't even let I- Sarah tell you how I asked for the autograph because she's so dramatic. <laughs> she's going to go, um, Mr. Baron Davis, sir, can I uh, get your signature? And that's actually not how it went at all. <laughs> no, I just was like, I don't know how she's going to like get slide this. that in. Yes. Slide. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Like, how are you going to slide in the request for Baron Davis's autograph? Like, are you, I, I just like, I kept looking over Christine and I was like, no, no. Yeah. Let me paint this picture for you. No. So we have, we've been hanging out with Baron Davis for about like two hours. We were there for a while. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that we were about to leave soon. So I just, I bought a pack of Sharpies. And so just to be ready, I, in the middle of our conversation, just kind of casually dug into the backpack and got one of the Sharpies out and left it in the backpack. So whenever it came time to asking, I didn't have to open up the package and, you know, be all awkward. So I did that. And then I made sure the shirt was ready. Cause I had him sign a Charlotte Hornet shirt. Mm-hmm. So whenever it came time to leaving Sarah, first off is watching me unpack the Sharpie 
and is glaring at me. Like, <laughs> don't do it. I could see her teeth grinding. Like, no, no. And I'm like, yes, I have to do this. When am I going to get to hang out with Baron Davis again? I'm not really sure. So I got to do it. I literally was in my mind. I was like, he's going to think we're total losers and we're going to be fangirling over him. And yeah, but Christine, then we can't do that. Um, but then yes, she asked him and he signed it and it was no big deal. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to walk you guys out. Like, let's go take some pictures. Like it was so cool. So I'm very happy that, you know, hindsight, I'm very glad that you asked him for the autograph because I do feel like it kind of segued into him, you know, walking us out and taking pictures with us. And so it was very cool. So yes, I was being very dramatic. I blamed it on my husband too. I was like, you know what? I, I can't leave here without getting your autograph because my husband would actually kill me. But okay. So another side note, Christine, you know, you can't just like walk around with a signed t-shirt, right? Like you need to like frame it. I know, it. I know, I know. I, I keep, Michael was like, Christine, you can't wear that. And I'm like, well, I at least have to wear it for the pod episode. So I can at least show our cis squad that I'm wearing, this is the t-shirt that I had signed from Baron Davis and yep. he signed it like as in his rookie year. So he signed it in 1999, yes. which is whenever he was picked up by the Hornets. And I'm never going to be able to wear it again. So I wanted to document just me wearing it one time. Well, your hair is covering it. So move your hair back there. Pose. We'll have to screenshot it for Instagram. Um, But also you guys, like I joke because I've got to tell Christine these things. Like you can't wear an autographed t-shirt out. But like, I do feel like these are things Christine would do. Like you would just like walk around with an autographed shirt on and people would be like, ah. I mean, like, why not? As long as I don't wash it, I mean, I could wear it once, make sure I don't smell, don't wash it, and it'd be fine. It will never, it'll never uh, fade out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I also have to tell you guys, wait, Christine, before we jump into all of our news, uh, another thing happened yesterday. We got asked to go live with Steve Smith. Oh, God. I wasn't <laughs> ready. I wasn't <laughs> ready. Christine, you're not, okay. And this is what I was telling. Okay. But here's the thing. I mean, what I've said we need to do. And I, I, just so you guys, if you're listening to this, if it makes the podcast, if Katie thinks it's worthy enough, like Christine and I need to explain our dynamic because I do think that like, we need to put it out there that like, Christine is all about like lifestyle and what's happening in like the drama world and like basically like e-news stuff, but sports related. And then like our social media genius. And then I am kind of the sports knowledge, but I know nothing about social media. Like Christine leads everything social media. So we kind of take my brains of all the sports knowledge and then Christine makes it cool. But yesterday, of course, on social media, Christine was on Instagram and Steve Smith goes live. And so what's Christine doing? She's on his live because again, she's the social media genius. Well, so is Sarah. See, here's the thing. Sarah and I are both on It Sports This tuning into his live channel. So oh, that's right. I, but I jumped on like a little bit later. Well, here, I, I was going to ignore the request because I didn't want to go live with him because I was so nervous. I like to prepare for these things. And he's like, yeah, it's sports this. Join me live. And I'm, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And Sarah is responding from it's sports this saying, who? Me? <laughs> and I'm like, 
shut up, Sarah, shut up. I, I can't. And then she texts me like, Christine, you got to do this because I have no makeup on. I look horrible. You got to go on. I'm like, <laughs> what am I going to say? I am so nervous. <laughs> you did such a good job. So for those of you that weren't tuning in, they Steve like put Christine on the spot like pretty much immediately and asked her like all of these technical questions about football and Christine was like uh okay so I just want to like um tell you how uh, Sarah needs to get on here um I'm kind of the brains behind the operation or not the brains excuse me I'm kind of the social media part of the operation Sarah's more the sports knowledge and I like to ask the questions that like our audience would probably ask um so let's get Sarah on and I tried to end that topic real quick and he was just like yeah okay, okay. so there's another sis yeah, so there's another cis, which luckily I got to explain what a sports cis was. Yes, yes. Which obviously I could do all day long. So that was the easy part. But yeah, whenever he put me on the spot, I was one already flustered because I did not plan to go live with Steve Smith. Well, you did such a good job, Christine. Thank you. Thank you. I had nightmares about it that night. I mean, <laughs> it's because Michael was like, Christine's husband was like laughing at her. Like, I... And you were like, what, Michael? What? And you, you said, was, why were you so nervous? I'm like, oh, you want to get on here and talk to Steve Smith? Huh? Huh? You want to get on here? Just impromptu. There's no time to plan. Just hop on live with Steve Smith. <laughs> and I didn't realize I was trying to watch on it sports his Instagram while you were live, just so I could see what was going on. And then my dumb, dumb ass, like obviously does not realize that I could just get on my personal account and watch you. And so like three <laughs> minutes had gone by and really what I wanted to do is like, just like, I don't know, say something like Steve, leave her alone, but like, don't, <laughs> don't ask her questions like that, Steve. But like, I didn't, he was going to be like, who is this S Kreesh girl? Like what? I'm confused. So Sarah, anyway, he, knows. he was like, oh yeah, it's sports. Sis. You guys are really consistent. You guys blow us up all the time. I, I was like, like, wait, me sis? Us sis? Right. Right. And I'm sitting us? there trying to ignore everything. Cause I'm like, I can't go live. I can't go live. <laughs> and Sarah's responding to him. Oh yes. I actually, I actually think I said yes. I was like, yes, me. <laughs> Y A S S S. Yes. And Steve Smith was like, yes, yes, you. Oh. I was like, me, me, Christine, get on. You're like, I can't get on. I was like, you got to get on. I'm you dead. Take one for the team. I got too many zits. I ain't got makeup on. I look terrible. You got to take one for the team. So, really, like, what has our life been the past three days? We got to hang with Baron Davis. I just spoke to Steve Smith, had nightmares about speaking to Steve Smith, but it's fine. It's Here fine. we are. Totally we fine. It. Yeah. He at least knows who it sports this is, which was awesome just to hear him say. He was like, congratulations. You guys are so consistent. You guys do a great job. So that was the fun part of the conversation until he decided to put me straight on the spot. It's okay. That's what he's known for. He's very, um, oh, and by the way, I want to get some ice up cis shirts. Yeah, we need to. So we tried to I get him to do that cameo, um, but he didn't like that idea. Well, no, he wouldn't say ice up cis. We can get the apparel though. But we can just own. get, we can just get a shirt that says I subsist and then we can like tag him on Instagram and be like, take two. Let's actually do a plan meeting this time. Yeah. Can we plan this? Yeah. Jeez, seriously. I can't, I can't be spontaneous like that, Steve. Yeah, okay? I know. We're, we'll go buy all your 704 shop mask up sis 
Sure. All the sis. I mean, mask up son, not mask up sis. Do you hear me <laughs> trying to take over his ice up son saying? <laughs> My answer is ice up sis. By like inserting it. sis. Anyway, Christine, we need to get started. Yes. Um, Tiger Woods gets into a terrible car accident. Draymond Green gets kicked out of the Hornets for a Golden State Warriors game. Everything you need to know about what quarterback is going to what team and the franchise tag. Shailene Woodley confirms her engagement with Aaron Rodgers. Jeopardy! Naomi Osaka is a boss. And guess what, guys? We've got hockey coming. All of that and more on week 20 of It's Sports Sis. Happy Thursday, Sis Squad. Episode 20. I can't even believe I'm saying episode 20. 20. 20. 20. 2-0. We have so much to cover, but first things first, we need to start with Tiger Woods because there's no way we can update you on anything else while we have this on our minds. This just happened. So, you know, like we've said, we record on Tuesdays and Sarah and I were in the middle of Zooming while we were prepping for this podcast. And all of a sudden breaking news alert comes on the news and Tiger Woods gets into a car crash. And it was a, a really bad car crash. A Today. really, really bad car crash. Like we, yeah. at the very beginning, we didn't see a picture of his, of the actual vehicle. We just saw like the news article and um, he had just had, okay. So I watched the interview. He had just had an interview with Jim Nance, like a couple of days ago. And Jim Nance, for those of you that don't know is a, um, like a very well-known golf announcer, right? He's an analyst, but he also, isn't that, isn't that who Tony Romo, Jim, t- who Tony Romo announces with? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Yes. I'm almost positive. That's Jim Nance. And he Jim. calls him Jim every <laughs> other sentence. <laughs> I don't like the looks of this Jim. <laughs> Hey, Jim, did you see that, Jim? I swear, it's Jim. Listen, Tone. Listen to your Tone. Stop calling me Jim, Tone. Jim doesn't doesn't ever call Tone Tony Tony. He just... Yeah, just Tony... Just Tony calls him Jim. Oh my gosh, Christine. I don't know if that's Jim Nance, but I do know that Jim Nance is a golf announcer and he just interviewed Tiger a couple of days ago and basically was asking him, how are you doing? He just had surgery at the end of December, beginning of January timeframe on his back again. Um, and you know how he was recovering and he just looked Tiger did sunken in, in the eyes. And I don't know what time the interview was, but like he looked tired he looked run down. Like, I know he's definitely recovering from a back surgery, but I was just like, huh, he doesn't look very healthy. And he's saying that he's recovering really well. Right. And then fast forward two days and he is in a single person, single car, car accident. And car took a tumble Los Angeles and they have to remove him with the jaws of life. So mind you, today is February 23rd. So Tuesday, February 23rd, he got in this accident at 7, 12 in the morning. We didn't really find out until about three o'clock in the afternoon, our time. Right. So, so it was really, so their seven, time. yeah. So 7 a.m. Um, Pacific standard time is 10 a.m. Our time is whenever it actually happened. And then what well, we found out like five hours later. So it was like four to five hours later that they confirmed that it was Tiger Woods and he's already in surgery for all of his leg injuries. And so- yeah. 
in his interview a couple of days ago with Jim, he was, you know, basically saying he really wanted to get to the masters, but obviously it was up in the air because of, you know, his back surgery and his recovery of whether he was going to be able to make the masters the beginning of April. But now with this no car accident, I can imagine that golf for the foreseeable future is out the window for Tiger Woods. Absolutely. And it makes me, makes me a little sad. Obviously everyone loves to watch Tiger play, but you know, Sarah and I just recently watched the um, Tiger Woods documentary. We relate to the game. I'm pretty sure it's on HBO. Is it on HBO or Netflix? HBO or ESP? HBO. You're right. HBO. Yeah. I think it's on HBO. Um, really, really good documentary. If you haven't watched it, it really kind of brings you into Tiger's life, but you know, Tiger was really, really addicted to painkillers. Um, his opioids after all the surgeries he had had in the past. Yep. And now that he just had this surgery, I can't help but think, I really, really hope that opioids were not involved in this accident because yeah. again, he was the only person in the car. Yeah. The car took a serious tumble off the road. I'm thinking he had to have fallen asleep or was just in a whole different world when this happened. I don't, there was no other car involved. It was just, just Tiger Woods. Yep. I know. And I mean, just seeing that he was rushed into surgery. I mean, they don't typically do that. Right. I mean, I don't know much about the medical field other than, you know, our dad is an, is a cardiologist. And then my husband, um, you know, runs to the ER every once in a while, um, whenever he's on call, but like, they don't do emergency surgeries like that. I feel like, like, unless it's really bad. Yeah. I mean, I know that where he hurt his leg, it was in multiple places and I'm sure he's got a lot more injuries too. Get well soon, Tiger. We really hope you make a full recovery and we see you back on the golf course soon. Definitely. Definitely. But Sarah, someone else who wasn't necessarily injured, but messed up really bad last week was Draymond Green, who plays for the Golden State Warriors. He was ejected after his double technical foul in the game versus the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. So Draymond Green, for those of you that don't know, has a history of being a fiery player, right? He's definitely a hothead. Um, and has, I don't know if he's been ejected recently, but I would say one of the most memorable plays that he's had in his career is whenever he kicked, I don't even know who it was, but he kicked a player in the balls and <laughs> he's like, literally was answering like all these PR questions about it. And he will never live it down. Very similar to Tom Brady and his avocado tequila. Draymond green will never live down the when was this ball kicking it? I think it was like two or three years ago, in, but like in, he kicked someone in the balls in the middle of a game. He kicked somebody in the balls, like, and he tried to make it seem like it was an accident. But like, when you watch the video, we'll put it on the story for you guys. <laughs> um, when you watch the video, it was clearly not an accident. Like he stuck his foot out and was like intentionally trying to kick him in the balls. Like, I don't know exactly what the play was, but when you see, when you say Draymond green and he's in like, he's in the news again, you're like, Oh, what'd he do? Kick somebody in the balls again. I feel like that's like the number one thing as a man that you just know not to do. Right. Just don't yeah. kick another man in the balls. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So yes, he had a double, he had a double technical foul. Um, and what a technical foul is, I don't, I didn't look up the exact definition, but it's basically, um, an intent, it's an intentional foul. Um, but I think what Draymond got them for, so he got two back-to-back -back technicals, right, Christine? 
Um, I think what he got them for is for most likely saying some inappropriate words to the referee, um, because yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, you can get a technical for, I'm sure cussing at the ref or saying something very disrespectful to the referee. Um, and they make, uh, the referee makes their hand in the shape of a T for technical and they point it in the direction of the player. And when they do it, like, it's definitely very dramatic. So the fact that Draymond got two back to back just proves that yes, he is a hothead. Yes. He does not know how to manage his temper and like everybody was, I mean, he, he even said he was out of line after the game. Cause he was, he was completely out of line, but what happened? Why did he get a tech? He was in the moment. And here's the thing. Like, this was a really, really close game. And yeah. you know, their adrenaline was rushing their competitiveness was going through their blood. Oh, and also, sorry, I don't mean to jump in, but Steph was late for the game too. Or wasn't yeah. he, he didn't play in the game. Steph yeah. Curry didn't play in the game. Yeah, Steph was late to the game, but also didn't play for the game due to like some sort of illness or something. I'm not quite yes. sure why he didn't play, but Draymond Green was really, really hot after this play because Gordon Hayward had gotten the ball and they called and Hornets had called a timeout, which gave Hornets the possession of the ball back with only 13 seconds left in the game. So Draymond went freaking nuts because he thought that he got the jump ball. He thought he got the jump ball before the Hornets called the timeout. I got it. I got it. Yeah. So he thought he had the jump ball. And so whenever the refs called it in the Hornets favor, he went, he lost it. I mean, he, he's a really tall man, you know, screaming at these refs, like screaming. People are holding him back straight. Like, and he's just, he's trying to get at them. He's not trying to fight them or anything. He's just screaming in their faces, which is why he received a double technical. Got it. So ejected. Double technical, got ejected, rewind back to what I said earlier, Steph, like literally nobody knew that Steph Curry wasn't going to be there for the game. Like we've told you guys a million times, Del Curry and Eric Collins are the announcers for the Charlotte Hornets. So Del Curry is the father of Steph Curry and is announcing the Charlotte Hornets game. And Eric Collins was like, where's Steph? And Del was like, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. He, he definitely warmed up. Do you want me to send him a text message? And so it was just like a really <laughs> funny dynamic of like, I'm so cute though. I love I it. I know. Like you could tell Dell was like kind of worried. Like I saw him warm up. He went to the locker room and he hasn't come back out for the tip. They were a minute into the game whenever Eric asked him that. And so I guess what ended up happening is, is Steph tried to come out of the locker room and play, but they sent him back to the locker room for quote unquote illness. Um, and he did not play for the entire game. So yes, as I know, it was t- kind of sad. I, I really wanted to hear Dell announce for Steph in the game, yeah. but it'll happen again because they're playing each other again. I yeah. Think yeah. So we'll definitely, hopefully see it again. Hopefully Steph feels better. I think he's, I think he's played since then too. So maybe it was just a, maybe his belly was holding. Oh, he's belly. He had an upset belly. Maybe he had an upset belly. belly. What was that? The, um, Jimmy Kimmel, where he's the Halloween candy. Oh, oh you're yeah. going to have a belly ache. Yeah. Oh, wee wee mom. you going to have a belly ache. Yeah. Because she, she pretended to eat all of his candy and she's like, oh, mom. But she was like, but two plus two is five. five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I digress. So yes. Um, Terry Rozier 
had a buzzer beater. The Hornets beat the Golden State Warriors. So the the drama with Draymond Green, the lack of Steph Curry because of illness. And then on top of it, Terry Rozier's amazing buzzer beater made the Hornets versus Golden State Warriors game an amazing one to watch and recap. And Christine, Last week's who you got, we both picked the Hornets. So virtual fist bump, baby. Pound it, baby. Pound it. But before, I think, Sarah, too, before we move on from NBA to NFL, um, there are so many trades going on right now in the NBA, but nothing with too much detail yet. So as they play out, we will update y'all on the story on Instagram. Um, But on to NFL trades, there are quite a few trades that have played out. Um, and it's kind of been a hot potato game with the quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. So So, go ahead. Yeah. The big one that everybody's talking about is Carson Wentz. So Carson Wentz is going to the Colts from the Eagles. Um, and the, and the Colts obviously got the rest of his contract. Um, and the Eagles got like nothing from the Colts. So like the, the talk is that, they just really wanted to get rid of Wentz and they didn't really care where he went me. or what they got for him. They just wanted to get rid of the rest of his contract. And it was very apparent with what they got from the Colts, which was, I'm pretty sure like some second and third round draft picks. So, so kind of crazy. So do the Eagles have a quarterback? Are they going to use their um, backup? Cause I know they used their backup for a while. Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I, I think there's, like I said, there's still so much movement going on. Um, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent positive who's going to start. So we'll have to see who they draft. Um, we'll kind of know a little bit more, obviously once training camp happens, but I don't think anybody's really named their starter yet. Yeah. Well, let's go through kind of the, I mean, there's not a large list, but let's just kind of briefly go through and touch on which quarterbacks now going where, who they played yes. for and where they're going. Okay. Yep. So Carson Wentz is going to the Colts from the Eagles. Jared Goff is going from the LA Rams to the Detroit Lions. And Matthew Stafford is going from the Detroit Lions to the LA Rams. There were some additional things that they traded. I think there were some draft picks here and there, but those were the main trades. So a lot going on with the quarterbacks. But the last quarterback that I want to talk about, Christine, is Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Yeah, if it would be a dream come true if Deshaun just came to the Panthers. Um, but the Houstons don't want to get rid of him. He's a great quarterback. He's 25 years old. He's in his prime. They're like, they're not even interested in entertaining the idea of trades. Yeah. So they say that until somebody brings them a trade that they literally cannot refuse. Yeah. But like, what would that be? First round draft picks. Like I saw this, um, post for the Carolina Panthers. It's not the Panthers themselves. It was like a news account for the Carolina Panthers posted on Instagram. And it was like, the caption was like, dang Panthers were give we would be given the Houston Texans, everything except everything, but Sir Purr and Sir Purr is our mascot. Meaning like we would give them, I think it was like the first round, our first round draft pick this year, our first round draft pick next year. We oh, give wow. them like really good, like a running back. I don't necessarily think Christian McCaffrey was in there, but like six or seven things that include our first round draft picks for the next two years. 
um, and like a hypothetical situation. And so I, I think that for PR reasons, the Houston Texans are saying, oh no, we want to keep Deshaun Watson because they've been in so much hot water. But mm-hmm. I, I do think, like I said, that if a team came with them or came to them with a deal that was sweet enough, yeah, they, they would do it. it. Well, and- hopefully the Panthers can, uh, can muster a good deal like that up because we need a quarterback, especially with all the drama going on with Teddy Bridgewater. <gasps> he unfollowed the Panthers I- on Instagram. I know there must be some serious drama going on. I had no idea it was so intense. I saw he unfollowed, um, the Panthers on Instagram and I'm like, that's some petty. No, it is. It's very petty, but I'm like curious what's happening with the GM. Like, you know what I mean? What yeah. kind of conversations are happening? I mean, there was definitely already some PR and like some press about, um, different players getting interviewed about Teddy and, right. you know, them not like singing their, his praises, but it was like, it wasn't the time or the place, but I think that was them just kind of like, you know, throwing fuel on the fire, if you will. And then yeah. now with Teddy unfollowing the Panthers, I would be shocked if he stayed with the Panthers. And so I'm wondering if maybe as part of the deal, the Panthers would give Teddy to Houston and we would get Deshaun Watson. So I who knows? love that deal. Yes, me too. Well, while we're talking NFL QBs, Christine, we have to talk about Shane Lee Woodley on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, confirming that she is engaged to none other than Aaron Rodgers. I just, honestly, the cutest interview too, they were Zooming each other and he was like, yeah, so you're engaged to Aaron Rodgers. And she was like, yes, we are officially engaged. She was like, but to be honest, I never really saw myself marrying a man who throws balls for a living and, you know, don't get me wrong. Like he's really good at throwing balls, but I just never growing up, imagined myself marrying somebody who throws balls. And I don't even really know sports that well. Yeah. She was saying like, she's like, I still have yet to be to a football game. She was like, obviously I would have gone, but the crazy year of 2020, like I wasn't allowed to go. So I still have never been to a football game. And then I thought this was really cute too. She said that, um, her, she was like, I had a full conversation with my dog and he like sat and looked oh, yeah. at me and was like, listen, mom, if you mess this up, I'm going to be really mad at you because the three feet that you throw the ball is nothing compared to the mile that Aaron threw the ball. Yeah. And I yes. was like, oh my God, that's serious. That is like heart melting. She also was saying like, he's such a nerd and that's why she loved him so much. And then kind of slipped in there about Jeopardy. And it's official that he's going to be hosting Jeopardy starting April 5th for 10 episodes. Oh my gosh. I, this I is can't wait be, to watch that. I know. I freaking, I love Jeopardy. I've always loved Same. Jeopardy. Because and then of our when father. Alex, Alex Trebek passed away, I was just like, who are they going to bring in to host? Nobody is going to be Alex Trebek. And I feel like Jeopardy has done such a good job. They brought yes. in Ken Jennings, who's like the, the biggest winner of, of Jeopardy history. And now Aaron Rodgers is coming in. So awesome job to Jeopardy and congratulations officially to Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley on their engagement. And I mean, honestly though, an engagement in real life is basically like a franchise tag in the NFL. So 
Tell us what a franchise tag is, Sarah, because it's kind of a little complicated. Yeah, yeah. So um, right now, as of today, um, it's Tuesday, February 23rd, as we said earlier, is the first day that a team can place what's called a franchise tag on a player. So each team gets one franchise tag. Think of it as like literally, like if you're very literal like I am, think of it as like a like a clothing tag, you take the tag and you stick it on a player and that's you giving a free agent player. Typically, usually it's one that's um, like a very good player. Who's not on a team. Well, they're on your team. But you said free agent. Right. So it's the end of their contract with your team. Gotcha. But the team, instead of sending them out to allow all of the other teams to get them, will place what's called a franchise tag on them. And what that does is it not only does not allow the player to go and shop other teams, other teams cannot shop that player, but it guarantees the player a spot for the next year. Now I looked into kind of all perspectives of a franchise tag and what's good about it, what's bad about it, is it good for the team? Is it good for the player? Um, and I kind of came up with this analogy that a franchise tag for all of you bachelor lovers out there is like the bachelor with roses. So the bachelor is a team. The ladies are all of the players who are going to be free agents. And the rose is the franchise tag. So I am the bachelor, the team. You are a free agent the ladies, I have a rose. I'm saying I am not ready to commit to you forever, but I do want to keep you for the next year or in the bachelor's case until the next rose ceremony. Right? So I'm handing you this rose. I'm handing you this franchise tag and I'm not committing to you for a long term, but I am committing to you for the next year that I want you on my team. Nice. So don't they get paid too? If you get like a franchise tag, don't they get like really awesome like benefits? They get paid more. Yes. Um, yeah. So I don't want to get into like too much mathematics, but yes, you get a higher salary um, and you get paid 120% of your salary or the average of the top five salaries at the same position, whichever one is greater. So yes, either way you're getting a raise and, but the problem is, so yes, that is a benefit for the player, but the problem is you're not guaranteed anything after that one year, right? You only get a year. You only get one year. So if something happens, you know, you aren't really, you don't have the safety of a long-term contract. So it's, yeah, you're getting paid like four more million dollars, but at the end of the season, if you tear your Achilles, what's going to happen? It's exactly what happened to Dak Prescott. So Dak Prescott, I did like a whole thing on him and he had a franchise tag last year. And then what happened to him? He got injured. Yeah. And so it's like, or it was the last year of his contract. I think he would have done a franchise tag this year. He got injured. And so it's, what are they going to do with him? Right? So that's what happens whenever you have just these one-year contracts. I know I've explained it time in and time out. Um, But I mean, the benefit of the team is that it's a short-term contract. They get one of their best players for an additional year. I mean, the only downfall for the team is that they're having to play the 
um, the player a little bit more. So it's a little bit more coming off of their salary cap, but it's literally just more money for the team. That's it. That's the only downfall for the team. The the player definitely has a lot more to lose. Well, speaking of more money, you know, um, did you watch the Australian open last week? I didn't watch the Australian open, but I heard Um, everything about it. Yes. uh, Naomi Osaka got paid last week because she won the Australian open and she beat Serena Williams in the semifinals. Yes. I am like a little boss lady. She is dominant. She's literally only 23 years old. She's 45 and one. This is her fourth grand slam. She's dating a rapper um, named Uh Corday and she's worth $25 million. So back to your getting paid point, Christine, I'm just like Naomi Osaka, Seriously, I bow down to you. You are amazing. I love you as a human being. And I have a little like note on here. Who won for the guys, Christine? (laughs) Novak Djokovic won for the dudes. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. But back, yeah. yeah, But back to uh, Naomi, (laughs) because she's the best. And that's who we really care about. Not saying you do a great job, because applause to you too, Novak. But Naomi, she's undefeated. She's only, well, she's only lost one yeah. game. She's a boss and we love you and great job. Yes. But I think, I mean, should we explain the rules of tennis, Sarah? I know. I, I Okay. So here's the deal. I think it's pretty simple, but we'll leave it up to y'all to let us know. So we'll put it on the story and you can vote, but I'm just like, I'm torn because I do feel like tennis is very to pick easy to pick up on. So I don't know if we necessarily need to do like a whole episode on it. Maybe we'll just do like a segment, but we'll leave it up to you guys. But one sport you have told us time and time again, you want us to review is hockey and we have heard you. Yes. I'm so excited about this. We have a ex predators player, um, who was on the Predators for quite a few years, who has agreed to come onto the podcast to teach you and us about the basics of hockey. So he'll, he'll just kind of go over like the basics, like the rules, hopefully some of the, you know, the regulations, some of the drama, if there's anything interesting going on, which is what we really want to hear about. Uh, so yep. Who's losing teeth? Who's dating yeah. who? All the you, things. You know what I want to know is if they fight on purpose. Because I, yeah. I heard that, that they fight on purpose. Like, you mean you want to fight just for, like, um, for audience reasons? Yeah, so we'll definitely have to see. We're not sure. I think we'll probably break it out as a bonus episode for you guys. It depends on timing. But um, stay definitely. tuned. We are so excited about it. And, yes, we heard you. And we'll also ask if you want us to download um, and digest the rules of, t- of tennis. All right. Last but not least, we got who you got this weekend. So Friday night, Sarah, um, this is going to be for the, um, actually back up. Let's do NCAA first because the games are on Thursday night. Um, NCAA is going to be your college basketball Thursday night. We have WVU, which is a 10 seed um, playing at Baylor, who is a two seed. Did WVU beat whoever they played last week? Yes. But Oklahoma beat WVU, which was an upset. The week before. The week before. But last week, WVU beat whoever they played. So you got WVU? No. So wait, who are they playing? Baylor, (laughs) who's a two seed. Oh, I think Baylor's going to win. Baylor's also undefeated. So I have Baylor. Baylor. All right, what's next? So Thursday night, again, is Iowa, who is a nine seed, versus Michigan, who's a three seed. (gasps) Oh! 
Go blue. I got to pick. I got to pick Michigan for Yesenia. Are I got we really going to choose the same teams? I got <gasps> Michigan too, because they've, wow. only lost, they've only lost one game. So they're killing right. it. Um, and then now on to the NBA Friday night, Hornets and Warriors are playing each other again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Steph, Steph Curry's going to be back. I'm sure his Bowie's going to be feeling a little bit better, but <laughs> I still am. Draymond Green is still going to have a hot head. He's going to do something stupid again because he wants revenge. I got the Hornets. I hate going against the Hornets because obviously I want them to win, but I think that with Steph being back, it's at home in Golden State. Um, And Draymond Green's going to be out for revenge. I think that the Warriors are going to win this one. (gasps) Sorry. I hope you lose. I hope you lose. I hope you lose. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, we have the Trailblazers versus the Lakers on Friday night. And there's all Lakers. this talk with the Lakers going on right now because they've about- been on a lose the losing Lakers. They've been on a losing yes. streak. They've lost five in a row. And I feel like they cannot lose any more in a row. I mean, they've got yes. to start winning games again. And so I've got the Lakers. I am actually choosing the Trailblazers simply because the Lakers are just doing so poorly. They're doing so bad. So we'll, we'll see. see. There's no way that they're going to stay at the bottom for this long. They've got to be on the up and up. Yeah, I hope so. All right, you guys, that concludes episode 20 of It Sports Sis. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, subscribe to the podcast, give us five stars, and we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Kia. <laughs>